Hello and welcome to episode 189 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's once again time for that June crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a first-time listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Tonight, I'm drinking local with a Castillo Coconut Porter from Ancient City Brewing of St. Augustine, Florida. This comes in at 6.8 APV. It's a porter mixed with dark chocolate and black uh, malts. Got a touch of coconut. You could really taste the coconut in it. And then it's finished with some Northern Brewer hops. And St. Augustine is just less than two hours up the road from Chateau Relaxo. If you've never heard of St. Augustine, it was founded in 1565. It's the oldest continuously occupied settlement of European and African-American origin in the United States a few years before Plymouth Rock. If you've never been to St. Augustine, it's got kind of a pirate theme mixed with ghost tours and some amazing, amazing seafood. And we skipped the May crazy travel roundup. There's still just too much going on trying to keep that home life, work life balanced, balanced to get an episode out. In the past 30 or 40 days, we've had to relocate a relative to a new residence, experienced a bathroom renovation, and then we're just about to kick off another renovation, a facelift for the Chateau Relaxo home office. So if you were fortunate or unfortunate enough to travel over the July 4th holiday, hopefully your blood pressure is back in the normal range. The news outlets, as well as the travel blogs, were predicting travel days and cancellation long before we logged off our final teams meeting last Friday. And over the four-day weekend, I did a little bit of reflection as one tends to do while enjoying a few beers, and it led me down the road of you know, travel and holiday travel. And it's been months since I've been on a plane, be it for business or pleasure. But by the third beer, it dawned on me that I miss the travel grind, at least a little bit. There are always going to be travel delays. You know, there's the human factor, the weather factor, as well as the mechanical factor. It's the proverbial three-legged stool. If something goes wrong with one of those legs, the stool topples, just like what happens to flight schedules. But just remember to try to make the best of the situation. No need to yell or try to make next month's crazy travel roundup. Nowadays, most airports have a decent food selection. Go enjoy a nice meal. Make sure you have the airlines app to keep updated on your flight schedules. But just try to make the best of it. And also, in case you didn't know, when it comes to travel, no good deed goes unpunished. If you get upgraded to first class, more than likely one of your next flights is going to be delayed. If the hotel bumps you up to an executive suite, chances are there will be an issue with your next rental car. Travel, especially business travel, is all about perspective. On to tonight's episode, we have some crotch grabbing, an exciting twist on the emergency slide, an artistic kid, another flight delay, an exciting way to call in sick to work, and finishing up with the Spirit Airlines Roundup. So let's open with this dateline somewhere between Atlanta, Georgia and Portland, Maine. This comes to us from Live and Let's Fly. Dr. Jake Namajek, N-A-M-J-I-K Cho, who will now be referred to as Dr. Creepy McCreeperton or maybe just Dr. Creepy. Dr. Creepy was on a Delta flight, seated in 
17B. So no judgment, Dr. Creepy, but he should be able to at least afford first class, seriously. But during the flight, a young woman claimed that Dr. Creepy spent much of the flight leaning into her seat while appearing to be asleep. Here are a few of the highlights from her criminal complaint. Dr. Creepy made contact with her thigh and buttocks. At some point, the aircraft encountered turbulence and Dr. Creepy appeared to have spasmed and reached over her leg and down to her crotch. A total ninth grade movie theater move, in my opinion. And then Dr. Creepy touched the outside of her genitals from the outside of her pants. Yes, he is a total creep. Well, when she finally cried out, Dr. Creepy woke up, removed his hand, and for the rest of the flight, he did not touch her. As Dr. Creepy was returning to Atlanta, he was questioned by the FBI as well as the Portland Police and the Federal Air Marshals. Now, what Dr. Creepy did was disgusting. It was wrong, inappropriate. Pick your favorite adjective, but it still gets a little bit more creepy. At first, Dr. Creepy denied touching the woman next to him at all with his hands, let alone inappropriately, and claimed that he had traveled to Maine to propose to his girlfriend. Yes, get that. To propose to his girlfriend. Well, eventually, Dr. Creepy confessed, and his excuse for grabbing her crotch was that his glasses were off, the cabin was dark, and his hand slipped. I mean, this guy must think he's a politician. But in the end, Dr. Creepy was arrested and now faces up to two years in prison, a quarter of a million dollar fine, and my guess is that he will lose his Dr. Creepy medical license. So here's my PSA for all the dudes. No matter what you've watched on Pornhub or read on the Reddit threads, women do not like this behavior. They don't welcome it. They don't want it. And everything that you've watched or read since you were a teenager is total BS. If a woman wanted you to act like this, they would simply ask. This month's second entry is also from Live and Let's Fly, and it involves one of my favorite airline-related topics, the emergency slide. A mechanical issue forced a Delta Boeing 767 to divert to Salt Lake City, and if, if that wasn't heart-stopping enough, the emergency slide was then accidentally deployed inside the cabin, smashing a flight attendant just like an airbag. And the accident deployment happened due to a careless caterer that was servicing the plane after the mechanical issue was resolved and the plane was restocking in order to take off. There was a picture posted on Twitter from Dan Morono with three O's. And after countless news outlets was asking Dan Morono to check his DMs requesting permission to repost his picture, we finally struck the comedy gold that we know Twitter comments are good for. At Made With Jello started off with, that's just the plane holding its fart. At MFG went with, first time seeing the emergency slide deployed and I can't even use it. Brutal, and I think I agree with the, at MFG. And then finishing up at O'Malley underscore Ian, flight attendants cross-check. So, of course, there were plenty of amateur aeronautical engineers adding their comments about grit bars and Velcro. I had no idea what in the hell they were talking about. But in case you're wondering or haven't listened to previous episodes, it's about 10 grand to repack one of those slides and then tack on any repairs cost due to the airplane being damaged during the deployment. 
After all that action on the first flight, I'm asking you, would you have gotten on another plane? If you've ever been a parent or spent much time around those cute little curtain climbers, you will discover that they are creative. And some of that creativity can be easily appreciated, like tracing their little hand with a crayon and then coloring it to make it look like a turkey at Thanksgiving time. Other creativity takes a bit to appreciate. Case in point, I had a friend whose car interior resembled a pinata because his kids had stuck stickers all over the car windows and seats in a very half-assed fashion. For better or worse, there's no parenting manual, and most parenting styles are influenced by how we were raised, mixed with trying not to crush their little young spirits while also trying to keep your little crotch goblins from disturbing other people. So yes, parenting is a balancing act. However, what took place on a recent Delta flight is not all right. This comes from JetMarvel.net. A mother let her child draw all over the seat and windows on a Delta flight. Yes, you heard that right. A mother let her child draw all over the seat and windows on a Delta flight. This is from the mother's now deleted Instagram account. She starts off with, I'm not running an advertisement here, but providing practical advice. Thank me later, parents of infants and toddlers. Sounds like it's going to be promising. When the iPad has served its purpose, you can use it effectively. When I want my toddler to fall asleep, I prefer to let him use these, and we'll get to these in a minute, instead of the iPad, because the iPad excites him and makes it more difficult for me to put him to sleep. A sleeping child on a lengthy flight is a major win, as is common knowledge. Seems pretty legit. Well, there's a video, and the these that she talks about is markers. And she goes on to comment that the video is from a domestic flight of Delta. I informed the flight attendant that they wipe off on purpose. Not sure what that means. She exhaled in relief, and I did too. Now, this kid, this toddler, tried his best Bob Ross on the plane's interior, but there were no happy little accidents, no having a tree as a friend, just these big stupid circles and this mallet head of a mother's assurance that it will wipe off on purpose. Again, a very stupid statement. I still have no idea what wipe off on purpose means. But all joking aside, I believe in giving a little bit of grace, a little bit of leeway, especially to parents with young children on a flight. However, this woman didn't even try. Hey kid, tired of the iPad, here's an eight pack of Crayola's best, have at it. Flight delays, they happen. They happen every single day. If you're lucky, they happen while you're still in the gate area and you can go find some food or go do something and not while you're stuck out on the tarmac. And if you're lucky, the delay is only an hour or two, but you know, sometimes they're often much, much, much longer. And if your Tiki Talker AI efficiency coach, Phil Stringer, your flight delay was 18 hours. Yes, 18 hours. Phil's flight was from Oklahoma to North Carolina. In addition to being an AI efficiency coach, Phil is apparently a very patient man. Because after 18 hours, every other passenger had given up or was lucky enough to catch another flight which meant that Phil, the AI efficiency coach, was the designated survivor, and he was rewarded with a fully staffed Airbus A321 plane all to himself. Phil posted his single passenger journey to the Tiki Talk with the opening caption, when you buy every single ticket on the plane so you don't have to deal with people. 
And the video shows Phil and the flight crew really having a pretty good time. Phil got his very own one-on-one -on -one safety briefing. And that being said, they still managed to lose Phil's luggage. No, I'm just kidding. In case you were wondering, 18 hours is approximately the same amount of time it would have taken to just drive from Oklahoma to North Carolina. Knowing me, I probably would have waited the 18 hours in hopes of having my own plane. And my closest encounter to being the only passenger was on a plane was way back in 2001, 2002. It was Atlanta to Jacksonville. Thank you, Florida. It was a suicide flight, first flight of the morning. I was one of maybe five passengers. In Delta, you still didn't give me an upgrade. So at some point, most of us have had a job that we don't enjoy. It could be a quote-unquote toxic work environment. It could be an ill-balanced pay scale or not liking one of your fellow co-workers, especially if one of those co-workers is an ex. Very early on in my corporate career, I heard the phrase, don't fish off the company dock. In other words, do not get romantically involved with a co-worker. And it makes total sense. And that's what brings us to our next story from Paddle Your Own Canoe. I give you this. An Aerolinus Argentine flight attendant, Daniela Carbone, was recently assigned to work in a Buenos Aires to Miami, thank you, Florida flight. And on that flight was her ex-boyfriend, also an Aerolinus Argentina flight attendant. And he was traveling with his new girlfriend, who is also an Aerolinus Argentinian flight attendant. This sounds like it could be a very poorly written porn movie. But instead of letting the anxiety build, Carbone decided to call out of work by phoning in a bomb threat. It is alleged that Carbone used her daughter's cell phone with a disposable SIM chip to call in the bomb threat with a distorted voice. And the voice recording went something like this. Tell the little captain that we put three bombs in Miami. Tell him to stop effing around with the politics and check the plane because they are going to be blown to smithereens. With such a well thought out plan, how did Carbone get caught? Glad you asked. Someone ratted her out. They seized her phone and discovered her search history, which included, can you analyze audio to find out whose voice it is? and how to investigate audio. In the end, Carbone did get her wish. She did get the day off as well as the remainder of the year because she got fired and she now faces up to six years in prison. And remember kiddos, don't fish off the company dock. Wrapping up the episode with three Spirit Airlines stories and all three involve passengers losing their S. So Spirit Airlines, in case you didn't know, is known by a few nicknames. One is Break Your Spirit Airlines, another is Waffle House with Wings, and another is Dollar Store of the Sky. And if you've never flown Spirit Airlines, put a Google on Spirit Airlines bad reviews. And if after going down that rabbit hole, you still feel like flying Spirit Airlines is a good idea, here are my three words of advice. God bless you. Let's open with late June, a flight from Atlanta to Detroit. The start, this flight was delayed for five hours, nowhere near the 18 hours that is required to get your own flight. But finally, passengers were told that they could board around 10.15 p.m. And around 15 did indeed board the plane. But wait, there's more, there's always more. Rowdy passengers caused yet another delay out in the gate area. 
So at some point, the spirit gate agents decided it was best to shut the boarding doors that so no one else could get on board. Hindsight being 2020, probably not the greatest strategy because now you've got those 15 passengers on board that are delayed again and are now going to experience more delays, plus the remaining passengers in the gate area that can't get on the delayed plane either. And it was at that point a passenger grabbed the mic at the gate's public address system to call for a supervisor, to which the remaining passengers in the gate area began cheering. Not sure if a supervisor ever showed up, but I know if I had the unfortunate job of it being a Spirit Airlines supervisor, it would have been right around that time that I'd be taking my dinner break. So after dropping 125 bucks on a Spirit flight, you not only get onboard entertainment, but you also get pre-flight entertainment. Spirit round two, it's Atlanta again. Atlanta, you are on notice. Do not try to take the thank you Florida's Spirit Fight Club status. With Spirit Airlines being the Waffle House with wings, it's surprising that they would deny anyone boarding a flight. They need that 125 bucks plus fees and taxes and other things. Well, it happened last month in Atlanta when a gate agent was assaulted by a passenger they just denied boarding out of the belief that that customer was intoxicated. The passenger tried to force her way onto the jet bridge and punched the gate agent in the face when that didn't work. Fortunately, the agent was fairly unscathed. The passenger was arrested and charged with assault. Again, an example of some of the Spirit Airlines pre-flight entertainment for only 125 bucks. Finishing up the Spirit Airline roundup, this one is from Orlando. Thank you, Florida. It comes from our local news station, Fox 35. A Spirit Airline customer put an Orlando police officer in a chokehold. Edward Harrison, 41 of Ohio, is facing one count of attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, battery on a law enforcement officer, and disorderly conduct. What could have possibly caused all this? Glad you ask. Investigators said that Harrison was reportedly arguing with an employee when he reached behind the ticket counter, grabbed the computer keyboard, and began hitting buttons. That's when a police officer tried to stop him and the fight started. This guy's lucky to be alive. You put an Orlando cop in a chokehold, there's not a lot of good things are going to happen to you. But in my opinion, Harrison should plead insanity because anyone that flies spirit has to be insane. What do we always say? Florida, come on vacation, leave on probation. And that ends this month's Spirit Airlines travel tips. Well, there you have it, episode 189, the June Crazy Travel Roundup. It's in the books. I'll try to do better and get another show out in the next few weeks. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Visit us at Substack, travelstories.substack.com. You can leave me a message at Anchor. Shoot me an email at travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As always, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.